So um, today there's going to be lots of games, I reckon. Uh, how many of you are hoping for an Easter egg hunt today? Like three of you. Come on. How many of you are hoping for an Easter egg hunt today? Brilliant. How many of you are setting an Easter egg hunt today? Yes. Yes. Mum, grandma up there. Fantastic. Easter egg hunt. And uh, then there's the game, uh, how much chocolate can I eat in a whole day? That's a game that never ends particularly well, I've discovered. But it's the kind of game that pips. How many of you have given up chocolate for Lent? Anybody? Yes. And, and have you already started on the ch chocolate festival? Yes, you have. There's something about the denial that, that, that overestimates how much you can handle in a, yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, we're going to play one more game. And this is a game with no chocolate in, I'm afraid. So sorry. Uh, but, and it's, it's, it's not a game with joysticks and you can't purchase extra players or anything like that. It's a very, very ancient game. I think it originated in China and it's called Rock, Paper, Scissors. How many people know Rock, Paper, Scissors? Yes! So just in case you don't know the rules and you've been living under a rock all your life, the, the rules are rock is this. Show me. Paper is this. And scissors is this. Okay? So rock, paper, scissors. Brilliant. Okay? And the idea is that you have a partner and you count down from three, three, two, one, and then you display your symbol. And it's obvious, you know, the rock beats the scissors, doesn't it? Because scissors get blunt. The paper covers the rock. I never really understood that, but, but paper beats a rock. And uh, what's the other thing? Scissors cuts the paper. Okay, so we're going to play. And what you're going to do is turn to the person next to you, and I'll count three, two, one, and then someone will win, someone will lose, unfortunately. If you draw, do it again, and then we're going to try it again. Okay, stand up. Let's st if you can, if you're able, stand up. If you're not, don't worry, and um, we'll play rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Come on. Three, two, one, go. And if you lost, sit down. If you lost, sit down. If you, if you won, find somebody else. If you won, find somebody else who won. You ready? Three, two, one, go. If you lost, sit down. If you won, find somebody else. Yes. Okay, you still running? Three, two, one, go. If you lost, sit down. And everyone who's standing, who's standing, look around. You are winners. <laughs> and there's no prizes. Just no prizes. No prizes. Here's the question. Here's the question. When you play rock, paper, scissors, do you have a plan? The mathematicians upstairs are going, oh yeah, we've worked out the probabilities. You can't win. Do you have a plan? Is there, is there a tactic? Let, let, let me, I want to tell you the story of Easter with a rock, a paper, and some scissors. Here's the rock. It's, it's very obvious what the rock is a sign of. The rock is a sign of the fact that the tomb was empty. The stone 
was rolled away. A half-ton stone was rolled away. The woman came to the grave and said, who's going to roll the stone away? And when they got there, the stone was completely rolled away. And it said something really significant. It said, God is alive. Jesus is not dead anymore. And suddenly, everything is possible. But, but here's the thing, even more than that, the rock makes more sense when you understand the paper and you understand the scissors. The paper in, in our story was a note that was written by the ruler of the Romans about Jesus, and it was placed above his head on the cross. It said this, this is Jesus of Nazareth. He is the king of the Jews. And the note said, this is what he claimed. And when he was being crucified, people would walk along and laugh at the note and go, Jesus means save, king of the Jews means power, and look at him now. He can't do anything. He's dying on the cross. Paper and scissors. Scissors reminds us of a lesser part of the story or a part of the story that people don't tend to focus on. You see, God's people, Israel, had believed for years that God was alive, but he lived in the temple in Jerusalem. And actually, he lived in a particular part of the temple in Jerusalem. It was called the Holy of Holies. And God could not be met by anybody apart from one man one day of the year because God was so powerful and so holy. And you would be kind of blown apart if you met God. And the Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, the king of the Jews, the curtain in the temple was cut in two from top to bottom. The, the thing that divided God from people and people from God was gone. And suddenly God is out. And suddenly God can live with people and live in people. And there is no exclusion. There is just inclusion. God is alive. The rock. Suddenly it means that Jesus is not dead. He is alive. But it also means this. Listen. It also means that if he, if he, God, could move the huge rock of death and come back to life, then maybe he can also move some of the small rocks in our lives. Maybe he can also carry some of the small rocks that we carry and we think they're too heavy. Maybe some of the worry, some of the anxiety, some of the fear some of the concerns about the future and about the kids. If, if God is alive, if he is real, if this really happened, if he really is Jesus, the one who saves the king of the Jews, if the curtain of the temple really was torn in two from top to bottom, if God is really out, if God can live in people's lives, if God is real in this world, if you can know him then maybe he can also carry your rocks and your stones and your pain and your heartache and your fears and your failures. Do you know, as sad as it may sound, I did some research on rock, paper, scissors. And I discovered that there is a rock, paper, scissors society in our world. In fact, there are several. People do this for a hobby. 
They need to get out a bit more, but they do it for a hobby. And there is a world championship of rock, paper, scissors held by the Rock, Paper, Scissors Society in Toronto. Seriously, people do this. And there are psychological game analysis who reckon they can work out how to win rock, paper, scissors. It's sad, but they do. They spend time doing this. And the best they can come up with, here's the best they can come up with. Get this, if you want to win, the best way to win is to mess with someone else's brain. So what you do is you declare to your opponent what you're about to do, and then you do it. That's how you win rock, paper, scissors, apparently. More of, so if you say, I'm about to pull a rock, and you pull a rock, they're not thinking you're going to pull a rock, and so you win. Apparently, this is, you know, people with brains have, done, have spent hours doing this kind of thing. Here's the really cool thing about Easter Sunday. Jesus declared what he was going to do and did it. Jesus said, I am the Savior, the King of the world. I'm letting God out. I'm letting God out. And I'm going to rise again from the dead to prove that I am the Savior, the King of the world, and that God is now out. And I'm going to do it. And three days later, after he died, he'd risen from the dead. Cool? <laughs> thank you. Someone thinks it's cool. Let's pray. God, we thank you. We thank you that the fact that you're alive means that you're with us. We thank you that the fact that you're alive means you can deal with the stuff of our lives. We thank you that because you roll the big stone away, you can carry the little stones that worry us and cause us grief. We thank you that your resurrection means that you are who you say you are, you will do what you said you would do, and that you're here. We thank you, Jesus. Amen.